This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Before 2022 came to a close, the Treasury Department released fresh rules on how it will implement the electric vehicle tax credits offered in the Inflation Reduction Act. The U.S. climate law contained made-in-America requirements that rankled the European Union and other trading partners, who said the provisions would disadvantage their electric vehicle manufacturers and other clean tech industries. But now, the Biden administration is showing some flexibility in how it will implement the revised EV tax credits. Today, we talk with Politico trade reporter Doug Palmer about what these tax credit changes mean and the response so far. It's Thursday, January 5th. So, Doug, the Biden administration is signaling some flexibility in how it will implement the electric vehicle tax credits in the Inflation Reduction Act that had rankled European allies. So tell us about that. It's a pretty complicated issue. And what they did last week addresses some of the European Union's concerns, but not all of them. The big obstacle for the EU is that the uh, Inflation Reduction Act requires vehicles to be assembled in North America to qualify for the credit. And there are European automakers who have production facilities here in the United States. So any cars they produce here can qualify for the credit, assuming that other criteria are met. And what came out out last week was an indication of where the Treasury Department is going to go on those other criteria. And um, one thing that they did in regards to the uh, raw minerals criteria is that they indicated that they would adopt a flexible notion of what constitutes a free trade agreement or or which countries have a free trade agreement with the United States. And if the EU were designated as having a free trade agreement with the United States, that would make it easier for them to meet that raw materials content requirement. Interesting. And so how is the EU then responding to this development? Has it moved the needle at all for them? Well, they were positive. They said they still have concerns with the overall structure of the Inflation Reduction Act uh, electric vehicle tax credit, but they called what the Biden administration did a win-win. But actually, um, they were more pleased by another aspect of what the Biden administration did than what I talked about previously on the raw minerals portion and the free trade agreement aspect. Instead, The guidance that the Treasury Department put out last week on a separate tax credit for commercial vehicles seems to open the door for EU manufacturers to be able to lease electric vehicles in the United States and have those vehicles still qualify for the tax credit. Gotcha. And now turning to reaction domestically, Senator Joe Manchin, of course, key proponent of the Inflation Reduction Act. I know he's criticized Treasury's course here, particularly what they're doing around the commercial aspect that you mentioned. So what is he saying? And is there anything he can really do to alter how the administration implements this portion of the law? I mean, what he can do remains to be seen. I mean, he is a powerful senator, but whether the opportunity will arise um, in the coming session or not, I'm, I'm not certain at this point. But basically, he was critical of the administration for giving in to pressure from both the EU and for companies who he said were looking for like loopholes in the implementation of this provision. And he called on the administration to delay what they signaled that they were going to do. For its part, the administration was saying, 
saying that their interpretation of the commercial credit was consistent with how these things have been interpreted in the past, and they didn't see any problem with it. There was no indication on their part that they were going to delay going forward, but there's still you know, more steps in the process. Right. And so Treasury's EV tax credit rules and their implementation, they haven't completely finished with what they're planning to put out here. So what more is there to come from the department? On the electric vehicle tax credit portion, um, I mean, what they put out last week was just sort of an indication of what direction they are headed. And they will come out with proposed guidance in March that will be much firmer in terms of, you know, the criteria that companies need to meet in order to qualify. And then that proposed guidance itself, as I understand it, will be open for public comment. So it's possible that that could be tweaked, you know, somewhat. Uh, So, you know, this could maybe continue for the first half of this year before it's finally resolved. And if it goes on a little longer than that, it wouldn't surprise me either. It's not just the Europeans who are concerned about this. South Korea and Japan had raised concerns about what they see as the discriminatory nature of the electric vehicle uh, tax credit. The Japanese prime minister will be here next week, and it seems like it's something that's likely to come up between President Biden and the Prime Minister when he's here. Also, on Wednesday, California's Legislative Analyst's Office put out a report stating that the state's climate plan is too light on detail explaining how it intends to meet its 2030 emission reduction goals. In December, the California Air Resources Board finalized its plan, which proposes the widespread use of electric vehicles in order to drop emissions 48% below 1990 levels by 2030. However, the LAO says lawmakers need to require the air regulator to give more direction to meet the 2030 goal. California hopes to be a leader for other states and countries by enshrining its emissions goals into law. The LAO recommends that lawmakers make changes to the state's cap-and-trade program to drop emissions further. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas? that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.